As a Papuan Australian woman, I acknowledge that I am a settler on this land that I live, work and create on. I acknowledge there are ongoing native title cases on this land today due to the impacts of colonisation and I want to pay my respects to the many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples of this country and to their elders past, present and emerging. listeners and welcome back to this podcast series stories of the 10th asia pacific triennial these podcasts are a sub-phase of the australian council of the arts project our knowledge our practice our stories which is produced by myself moila james for this mini series of episodes i speak with artists curators and project support team for the queensland art gallery gallery of modern arts 10th asia pacific triennial As I mentioned previously, APT10 showcases 69 projects with more than 150 artists and collectors from 30 countries. One of these projects is the Australian Centre of Asian and Pacific Arts Community Engagement Pilot, and I would like to share a bit of a project overview which can also be found on the Quigoma website. The Pacific Ocean defines Queensland's shoreline borders and the state's geographic orientation, history and identity are intimately connected to the Oceania region. Queensland is also home to the largest group of Pacifica peoples in Australia. For APT10, the desire to deepen community engagement has culminated in the ACAPA Community Engagement Project, which we refer to as ACE. Its objectives include working closely with Pacifica peoples and communities in planning public programs and events, creating opportunities for artists to connect with local communities directly, strengthening the use of Indigenous languages in the presentation of artworks, and exploring ways for exhibitions of Pacific art to contribute more decisively to social discourses such as mental health and environmental sustainability. The ACE project seeks to enrich Pacifica audiences' engagement with works on display in APT10 while also expanding a wider audience's appreciation for and understanding of the cultural context of specific works by Pacifica artists. To this end, ACE has engaged with and contributed to several artist projects within the exhibition, as well as providing artwork labels in the languages of the artists across 10 projects. In this episode, I speak with two members of the ACE project, writer Osana Fa'atape and content creator Joella Wakul. We deep dive into some of the reflections and lessons we've had while working on this project. um, Hi, my name is Joella Wakul. I'm a very proud First Nations and South Sea Islander woman. Um, My... Um, sorry, I was born and raised on Durumbul country, which is Rockhampton, central Queensland, uh, but my mob um, through my mother's side are the Yidinji people from far north Queensland, um, and my families were taken from Pentecost and Ambram Islands in Vanuatu, um, so that's where my South Islander um, heritage is descended from. Um, yeah, and I am a part of the ACE project as a content creator um, alongside Jalen. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, my name is um, Osana Fa'asa'ape and I am Samoan. Uh, the villages that I come from are Vaye'e, uh, Iva, Sale'aula, and I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am also, after I was born in um, South Auckland, New Zealand, and I moved over to uh, Brisbane when I was about three years old, so basically grown up in Australia. Um, 
and currently today I'm based in um, Canberra, so um, I'm pretty sure it's not all country. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do a, a lot of different things, but um, my purpose on the podcast today is as part of the ACE team um, as a writer um, alongside Moale with the leadership of Ruha. Um, and yeah. Yeah, as I said, I am a content creator alongside Jalen. So there are um, two content creators in the ACE project. Um, and our role is basically uh, to use and navigate um, online socials, social media to connect um, Pacifica communities with um, and through social media, I guess, um, in an effort to increase awareness and raise awareness about um, the Asia Pacific uh, Triennial Exhibition um, and about the ACE project itself and um, what we are doing as a group of young Pacifica people. Yeah, so, I mean, Joella basically covered it. We're basically trying to, I, I feel like we're trying to be the bridge between community and institutions, so like Kogoma. Um, and so I think for a lot of us, um, we may or may not have had much interaction with the gallery before this and before like the initial conversations that we had um, as part of like our connections through the uh, Uni Pacific Association. Um, but yeah, I knew that it began um, a few years back. I think it was maybe three or four years ago when um, uh, Kogoma engaged like the uh, the Pacific Uni um, associations to have initial conversations about how we can increase community engagement with the Asia Pacific Triangle Exhibition. Um, and they really saw like a gap that sort of we could fill. And I think that us being engaged this time was um, those initial meetings like coming to fruition, like, like we were an, an outcome of those initial meetings. Um, and I think, yeah, so we're basically connecting more um, community to the exhibition, but also like expanding the wider community to like appreciate and understand um, the cultural context of what APT is and where the um, artwork sit. Um, and, I, and I also feel like the important part of our engagement is the fact that we are Pacific people ourselves and so we're platforming Pacific voices and um, not in like a tokenistic way but more a meaningful way that our community is more likely to engage with. Um, so, yeah, for me as a writer, um, I think mo mostly my role is uh, responding and documenting and observing everything that the team does and trying to... Um, yeah, put it on paper and put it into words so that we're not only like documenting the outcomes um, for like reporting reasons, but also in a way that's beautiful and reflects like the way the islanders think and, and move and um, speak and storytell. Um, so sometimes it's writing that through the work like through poetry or through like other means not just in like a report style or um like academic styles but like what's the word exploring other styles of writing 
Yeah, I thought this, um, you've kind of led um, into the next phase of um, me wanting the audiences to learn a little bit more about the both of you and about both of your creative practices. Um, And I thought that we might be able to hear a little bit more about um, some specific examples of your involvement with ACE um, and also APT. Um, So, Joella, I was wondering, uh, because you're also a spoken word poet, a beautiful poet, I was wondering if you might be able to share with us a little bit about the poetry that you shared um, for the Indigenous warming space, which um, occurred just before the opening of APT. And Osana, I was wondering if maybe we could also hear about uh, your most recent publication, which is going to be in the Klagoma Artlines blog. Um, and maybe just share, if both of you could just share a little bit about those pieces and, um, yeah, maybe a bit about your process and what you've learnt um, by writing both of those pieces yeah yeah um I think I'll start probably by following on what um from something that Asana said um about documenting um I think documenting um for our generation this is just me personally um is really important and something that's uh quite vital to um sustaining our culture you know and um yeah, and I guess for me, writing writing in general and um, writing poetry is a way of doing that. Um, so when I hear from my community, from my families, uh, stories about my, my elders and my ancestors, whom I come from, um, and I can reflect those stories through my poetry um, to send messages, whether it's, you know, um, increasing awareness again or increasing that education um, about my culture and um, my history. Um, or, or just celebrating who I am. Um, that's a way for me to do that. By yeah, if that makes sense. That's a way for me to to document and to continue that um, important part of storytelling and passing on that knowledge. Um, yeah, um, and the poetry that I shared at the Indigenous gathering was really a testament to that, probably. Uh, because it was something I wrote when I needed to empower myself and remind myself who I was and where I come from um, and those kind of things. And so I guess living here on Turbul and Yagra country, um, away from my home country, from where I was born and raised and where a lot of my family still are today, is it, it can be a struggle, can be very hard sometimes. And, um, you know, keeping those... Um, keeping keeping that strength in our culture um, intact for us is something um, I think as young people that we all kind of go through when we're moving away from home to um, better ourselves in any way and so that's that's how I do that I suppose as well but yeah the poetry that I shared that day at the Indigenous gathering was exactly that Um, it and it was quite literal about my community about the the salt pan, the dirt roads that I come from, about the sunflowers and the guava trees and about my nan and about the stories that I hear. And so um, all of that stuff that is both tangible and intangible is important um, for me to remember because it connects me to who I am. So essentially, yeah, that's, that's what I think I'm doing by continuing to write poetry and share my story and share my um, people's story. Yeah, I hope that answers the question. (laughs)
Well, I had the amazing privilege of being there while Joel was <laughs> doing her poetry. And let me tell you, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like if you weren't there, you missed out. I feel like, Joel, you need to put that online somewhere so other people can um, <laughs> just be blessed by your words because that was amazing. <laughs> um, this, yeah. Yeah, it's just really crazy that, you know, obviously we're both Islander, but we're from different islands and your, like, cultural background is different to mine. We've had different, um, like, experiences growing up, yet um, when you spoke um, your story, I was able to be, like, to connect to it and also be moved by it um, with the connection that we have as specific people. And I think that's the power of um, platforming our voices because mm-hmm. even though the Pacific is so diverse and we have all the, our nuances that are different, um, we are still connected in that, you know, we're from the same ocean. Um, and the, the power of, like, storytelling through spoken word and through, um, like, oratory and all the other um, mediums that we use, um, it's just, like, in our nature as specific people to storytell in that way. And so, um, yeah, I've been really blessed to be able to use that medium as well um, through documenting um, what we've been doing as um, the ACE team. Um, So the poem that I uh, wrote for the Artlines magazine is called um, Still Levar. And it's basically um, an outcome of the conversations and Natala Mwale and Ruha um, and I had about everything that we we're doing um, through ACE and the things that we've learned and the things that we were reflecting on. Um, so Teoleva means to nurture the space between. And I thought that there was fitting, a fitting title and a fitting theme to focus on because that's what the ACE team is sort of doing, where we're nurturing the space between the art gallery and the community and what does it look like um, to do that in a meaningful and culturally sensitive and appropriate way. Um, and so the, the poem sort of talks about um, integrating community and institution um, and uses like the metaphor of a basket where institution might um, um, generally be a bit more uh, conventional and like methodical and have frameworks. Whereas like Pacific Islanders, we are curious and malleable and we're fluid and we adapt. And so it's sort of bridging these maybe two like stark things that are contrasted and putting them together into something that's like beautiful, like a basket and weaving them together. Um, And so, yeah, it just talks about what that looks like through metaphors of like, um, like planting a seed and um, talking about how like our people, we are relational people and we can't, you can't really get much out of us unless you have like a deep relationship with us and you take time to get to know us and um, sort of think yourself up to the rhythm of like Pacific people, which we usually run on island time. Um, at which, you know, a lot of people might not be able to um, understand or deal with, but um, there's something about, you know, taking time to, um, like, anchor yourself in, like, a meaningful connection and getting to know um, each other on a deep level and understand, you know, where both of us, where all of us are from. Um, And that's one thing as, like, specific people, we always tell 
um, you when we introduce ourselves, where we're from, where our islands are from, because um, that's what we carry with us when we, you know, enter into different spaces. So, um, yeah, the poem talks about uh, that kind of stuff. Um, and then it also speaks about what Joella touched on in that we're a diaspora and we are away from our homelands and how do we connect to a place that we aren't physically in, but we, um, you know, spiritually and mentally and philosophically connect to. Um, and so it talks about how, you know, culture isn't um, stagnant. It's like it moves and it evolves. And how do we maintain the ties to home when we're away from home? Um, so it sort of talks about like decolonizing spaces where we bring the ways of being um, and like the Pacific way here. So we like bring home here. Um, and so like, you know, you're not going to get, <laughs> you're not going to get anything out of a Pacific person if they're hungry. <laughs> So it talks about, you know, if you want to meaningfully engage with us, yeah. you need to feed us. That's the first thing. Um, you know, you need to let us express ourselves in the way we do. You need to give us the time to tell Anoa, which may take three hours, may have no outcome, but there's still like progression in that because even though it might not have like, you know, academic outcomes, it still has the outcome of you having that meaningful conversation and um talking things through um it talks about like creating an environment that's like multi-sensory um and like conducive to cultural um uh safeness so like um giving you the space to um bring your cultural artifacts in a way that you feel comfortable um wearing your um you know your cultural or full your cultural wear um, how do you say that? <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, your clothing, um, your garments, um, the way that you we pray, the way that we um, bring our uh, songs. We sing our songs, we do our prayers. Um, and, yeah, it sort of talks about how um, drawing upon, like, the Pacific way is – fruitful and resourceful and will bring out more possibilities than you would ever imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, so, I was just going to say, and that the wider community have so much there to learn from Pacific communities, you know, um, exactly. there's, there's so much in there in everything that you were saying that, um, yeah, that can be respectfully shared and um, yeah, in meaningful ways that can, can yeah. Learn. Um, even further into relationships like um, the one that we are all trying to do in this project. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And it, it reminds me of the, um, the Māori um, proverb that I include in my poem, which I'm going to butcher this, but it's called, it says, um, Nā tororo, nā takurodo, kōraiki, which means... Um, with your food basket and my food basket, our people will thrive. And so um, it, it's, thought, it's talking about like bridging together the resources of both so that everybody can thrive and more possibilities can come about. Um, the end of the poem just talks about, you know, um, the, di the diversity of our islands requires a diverse approach. And so um, like through this project, we've been able to reflect and figure out how um, like the beautiful fruit that's come from it and figure out how we can do it again. 
um, and continue to do it in future and figure out the ways that we can improve. And um, yeah. Hi listeners, thanks for tuning into part one of my conversation with Osana and Joella. I'll see you in the next episode, part two, which continues our conversation. It's coming up next. <laughs>